0: welcome to we got balls real raw masculine sex talk with chris inman and scott cohn chris and scott both work with men who want to leave their unwanted sexual struggles in the past they are willing to do whatever it takes to help men get curious about what drives their compulsive sexual behavior with that said here we go well hey everybody
1: welcome to the 21st century where a man can be a woman and a woman can be a man Or both. Now, I promise that we're not going to get into any of the political or biological dynamics of gender today, so you don't have to worry. One of our top priorities here on the podcast is to make sure that your balls stay safe. (laughs) That was supposed to be funny. I tried. I tried. What We're going to talk about here today. That was kind of a time delay. I'm like, what?
0: What? What? what?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Make sure you keep those balls safe, guys. Protect them at all costs. What we want to talk about here today is trans porn. You know, ladyboys, t-girls, chicks with a dick. Those of you who have not heard of this yet, please put down your dusty old porn magazines and just listen up, okay? This is the new wave of sexual confusion and arousal. Today, we're going to dive in and get everything that we want in one fell swoop. So, Scott, when I talk about that, what are you hearing? What comes up in you, Scott, when you hear about trans porn?
0: Well, this is not one of the categories that is arousing to me, and um, I think it's really interesting because in, in the research that we've done for the podcast and the stuff that we've done for our coaching uh, careers over the last couple of years, one of the things that I discovered was that this category of transsexual porn, particularly where it's a, it's a uh, trans female, so this is a male.
1: Now, who, uh, 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 yeah, you're right. Correct. Sorry
0: about that. Yeah. Trans female. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I get it confused sometimes. So I okay, almost let's, have to correct you. Let's define our terms. A trans male is a female yeah. that's identifying in some way as a male. And a trans yeah. female is a male that's in some way identified. Now, there's a range of that, right? Like it's not yeah. like I have to get my genitals removed. I can still be a female on top and have a penis on the bottom. And that's the kind of porn that we're talking about. So
1: yeah. That's um, the, by far the most popular version of trans porn, by far.
0: That's right. And it's popular with straight guys. So yes. there's that's what we're going to really be talking about today. So um, in the category of this is called female or transsexual porn, you have what you said, chicks with dicks. So these are guys that yep. present as a female, yep. hair, makeup, breasts. They may have breast augmentation surgery. Um, and yet they have a penis. And so what's typical in this kind of pornography is um, you'll see these guys who have the penis either penetrating another guy, a male, yep, or they'll be a recipient of anal sex from the guy who's...
1: Well, uh, we got to back this up a little bit because there is the whole seduction component in trans porn that's very similar a lot of times when we talk about gay porn which is gay gay porn, you know, you're trying to get a straight guy to act out with you as another guy. A lot of times when you're talking about uh, trans porn, these women don't present themselves as trans up front. You know, they they, uh, either hide their genitals or stand in such a way where the genitals aren't obvious and they flaunt their feminine qualities, soft face, breasts, curves, hips, all the things that taking a lot of hormones can add to to it, to a human being. And so then there's this, um, then there's this final reveal of, Oh, you're a dude. In fact, there's a great story about this. If you've watched any of Dave Chappelle's stand up, he tells a story about going to a club and he's dancing with this girl and they're having a great time and it's getting close to the end of the night. And this girl leans over to him and says, Dave Chappelle, I have a secret to tell you. And he goes, okay, what's up? And he goes, she goes, "I have a penis," and he's like, "Oh damn! Why didn't you tell me that earlier?" I I, I want to dance with somebody else. And he goes, "I'm sorry, Dave Chappelle. I just didn't want to be embarrassed." And he goes, "All right, bitch. Don't worry about it. Let's go." <laughs> and, and he stayed with her the rest of the night. Yeah. So that's kind of the, that's kind of the, the the idea is I get sucked in in my arousal to the to the attraction of the of the feminine, and then this penis shows up, and I'm like. Well, I'm already in this this far invested. What else do
0: I do? So this was a very popular theme in the '90s, and some an Oscar-winning movie was one of the pivotal scenes as the guy is in bed with who he thinks is a woman, and she walks by and she's got a penis. In fact, so yeah. this started a while ago. But what is that all about? Like so, in the in the research that we saw in a billion uh, wicked thoughts, the interesting thing is that trans porn, transsexual porn is extremely attractive to a percentage of straight males. So it's not Mm -hmm. interesting at all to gay identified or same sex attracted males. And when you ask kind of the question around that, the reason why is because guys that are attracted to other guys are very much drawn to a man's masculinity. But there's nothing masculine about Mm -hmm. somebody that's got breasts and a penis. Right. Now,
1: in fact, the more feminine, the more attractive in in a transsexual man.
0: Yeah. So for for a guy that struggles with same-sex attraction or is gay identified, they're not going to find transsexual porn appealing yeah. at all. They might find okay. it repulsive. But yeah. for straight guys, and and the pornographers know this, um this is a certain degree of catnip. And the reason why is what we've talked about in the past is visual-cued sexual interest. Mm, So, we just did an episode on breasts. Mm -hmm. Men are attracted to breasts, uh, number four searched for body part, on females, right? But men's number one attraction target, whether they're straight or same-sex or gay identified, is penises. So a transsexual is combining the two visual-cued sexual interests in a novel Check those way. boxes,
1: baby. Check those boxes. I so, get boobs and I get, wow, there's this other thing there that I don't know what to do. I've got one, but what do I do with it?
0: Yeah, exactly. So you've got the two two very prominent visual-cued sexual interests. Yep. You've got novelty because yep. there are two different cute visual-cued sexual interests from male yep. and female combined in a novel way. And that is extremely arousing to a uh, high percentage of guys. So uh, on Pornhub, for example, the thumbnails that appear around videos, 6% of the clicks go to transsexual porn. That's a significant mm-hmm. amount of traffic for the number one traffic uh, porn tube site in the world. Yep. 6% of guys, and they're almost always straight guys, are going yep. to transsexual porn because they find this combination of the visual cued sexual interests and the novelty very arousing. But I think there's some psychological factors as well. And just from my experience of uh, having coached guys that have this particular fantasy or arousal template, these are typically men who come from families where they felt dominated by their fathers. Mm. So when you grow up in a home where you feel like you're under your dad's thumb all the time, your arousal may form around a scenario where you just lay back And enjoy the sexual experience because all your life, you've had to kind of do all the screwing for everybody else. Mm -hmm. So the fantasy of having a female with a penis that basically can pleasure me as I just lay back and do nothing is really tied in with the psychological dynamics of how I felt kind of used in my family. It could have been enmeshed with my mom and I felt really used by her. So I've got to be in a scenario in a sexual fantasy that allows me to kind of be the passive participant to enjoy my arousal at all. So that might be a yeah. aspect to consider.
1: Well, I'll give you another perspective, Scott, because what we what we left out of the equation is this idea of anal sex, which is we haven't really talked about much on the podcast, but definitely is increasing in frequency and um novelty both in real life and in the porn world. And, you know, it's, it's kind of came about in the late 80s and then it's kind of blossomed to be kind of the norm. And so with this cocktail of breasts and penises, you've also got only one way to penetrate. Right. So if you're, if you're, if you're someone who, and I, I would go to this point and I don't have any research to back this up, but it makes sense to me and you can check this, is both of my parents were disengaged. And so the fact that I get to engage with a a blend of the masculine and the feminine and have that sexual arousal Uh, experience where I get to penetrate them. I get to be the one that, that, you know, has the dominance and finds the pleasure in that. That is a dynamic that I think other guys on the
0: flip side also have. Oh, you know what? That is, that is super fascinating. Like I totally can see that. So if I have a disengaged mom and dad, that could go either way. If I I feel like they're disengaged, but I had to do everything, then I can see myself being the subject of the penetration, like, you screw me, I'm gonna lay back, I'm not doing anything because I've done everything else all my life, or I've got a lot of rage towards that and I end up taking it out on penetrating you. It goes either way. But when we talk about anal sex, you have to consider that anal sex, where men are the recipients, has become extremely popular, right? Oh yeah. So yeah, we can yeah. talk about that too, because um, let's face it, we have prostates, the way you access the prostate oh, yeah. for pl- and prost- touching the prostate is called the male G-spot for a reason, because yep. it butts right up against the, the root of the penis and touching that through the rectum is extremely pleasurable for a lot of men. There are mm-hmm. nerves that in- innervate both the anus and the prostate for men, and so men can actually have orgasms in that way. And so this genre of um, for lack of a better name it's called bend over boyfriend genre where a woman wears a strap on and has it's anal called sex- pegging. Yeah, called pegging. pegging. Yeah. has yeah. become extremely popular. So this is a yeah. version of that with a real with a real penis. And it's even again, in the
1: Margarita song, Scott. If you've heard the Margarita song, that's five margaritas. Really? <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> five margaritas I'm going to do you in the butt. <laughs> that's okay. It. All yeah, right. so it's I'm- in the zeitgeist, 100%. And if you're I'm- listening to this in a, in the non-summer of 2023 summer, don't go look it up. It's not worth it. But it's just, it's in social media for the last month or so.
0: Yeah, so this, as, as um, kind of, we become more free as a culture to talk about sexual practices, at least outside, <laughs> outside of the church. Um, yeah, this, sure. This area of exploring our bodies has become really popular with a lot of guys. It is pleasurable. And so there's, you know, we're all for pleasure and all for exploring. I think I think that's something that, you know, the Bible would endorse as being adventurous. But in this particular scenario, it's occurring in the psychodynamics of what does it mean to either lay back and have a, have a, a woman with a penis penetrate me or right. penetrate her anally? And again, that expression of either I'm going to take out my anger on somebody or I'm going to let them kind of service me because I've been the one all the time. Right. So you have to think about, again, the question to ask is, how, why do i find this so arousing instead of instead of shaming yourself and going i shouldn't like this this is homosexual or this is gay or you know mm-hmm. this is perverted be open to the fact that your fantasy is trying to teach you something yes about the harm in your life and if you're curious enough to ask the questions you may find the answers rather than trying to shame it or hate yourself to the point where you you know control this
1: Absolutely. And Scott, one of the things that really in this particular category, I think is important that we we get to and I'd love to get your input on this is, you know, the the masculine and the feminine energy in most other porn dynamics and sexual dynamics. There's a definitive masculine and there's a definitive feminine, although there's some bleed over in some of that and in, in, in different genres of porn. But here in this one genre, you've got a fusing of both. You've got the softness, you've got the um curviness and the and the firmness of of a of a woman. And like I said earlier, you know, the, the best and most popular transsexual porn is one where you don't really know that she's a man until the last minute. Um, and then and then you kind of have this kind of oh oh my gosh, I thought I was connecting with the feminine, and then this penis. Pops out, or you know, she she reveals the the penis, and so now there's this fusion of these two ideas of I get both of the things that I want in my life because we I mean let's just be honest many guys are listening to this but you know hanging out with just guys can be completely unhealthy we need a masculine and a feminine energy w- with us so now that's sexualized in this trans porn dynamic and so. How is it that I can be attuned and be curious not only to what I want from the feminine energy, but also what I'm wanting from the masculine energy so that I can care for myself and be in a community of people who can help care for me um, in a healthy way so that I move away from the shame? That was a whole lot of junk I just dumped out there. I hope that makes sense.
0: Yeah, it did. it brought up another issue for me, which is I'm, I'm glad you said it again, because that's surprise reveal that, oh, surprise, I've got a penis yes. to yep. me that taps into both kind of a taboo forbidden line. Sure, like, sure, I'm, sure. I'm back here and I'm getting completely aroused by this gorgeous female and I'm ready to have I'm ready to you know just go at it and boom, a penis comes out. Now I'm yeah. aroused. Now what do I do? So hmm. it creates this conflict. I think yep. internally, along with shame and yep. the, the shame around the taboo forbiddenness, but my arousal is at that point where I just got to give into it. That's yep. an interesting dynamic because that's a dynamic that gets repeated in a lot of abuse scenarios. In mm, sexual abuse yes. scenarios,
1: it's a grooming and betrayal. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So um, I find that a very interesting kind of line of, of reasoning or um, logic to pursue in this. But I do think you also ought to be asking the question then, in what ways might this particular genre of porn or fantasy be tapping into my need for male connection? Because let's think about what sex is. Sure. I'm putting a part of my body that's really pleasurable into a part of somebody else's body that feels pleasurable. Yep. I'm seeking connection at, the, at yes. the ground level I'm wanting to feel connected with you. I'm wanting to feel connected with yes. that other person. And so yes. what is that saying about the degree or the lack of connection in my life? Do I feel I have
1: mm.
0: vulnerable, deep, meaningful, like, think of the word deep, like deep penetrate, yeah. but all of these things yeah. have psychological dimensions to them. There's absolutely. Feeling.
1: absolutely
0: Think about the word feeling. The word feeling is yeah. about our emotions, but our physical sensations too. Yeah. all human we feel our emotions chris yeah so that's why sex becomes this incredible mix between the physical the emotional and the spiritual it brings all Mm -hmm. these dimensions together so i think i think what god's doing in all of this if you want to if you want to get down to it is he's inviting us to think about where are we lacking connection in our Mm. stories Mm. if i go back how connected did i feel with my dad how connected did i feel with Mm. my mom How connected did I feel with my mom and dad? So if I'm feeling very disconnected from my mom and dad, of course, this fantasy makes a lot of sense because in one person, I get both the male and the female energy, and I get to connect with that in some way.
1: Yeah. And I would even go as far as to say, this continues on into adulthood. How am I connecting with my spouse Where's some pieces of my spouse that I'm feeling uh, disconnected or abused or harmed? And so that can, you know, as we think, think about arousal template, it starts at a certain point, but it continues to develop as we age and have more and more experiences. So I think some guys will say, well, my mom and dad were fine. Well, look at what's going on in your marriage. Look at what's going on in the significant masculine and feminine relationships in your life right now. And what are you feeling? How are you connecting and where might you be trying to repeat, reverse, or re-identify that, those dynamics with your porn use?
0: Yeah, and let me just say this about the my family was fine thing, because we hear that a lot, particularly with people yeah. from religious families, because they have this oh, yeah. sense of, oh, I've got to honor my mother and father. Like, that's a biblical command. When you ask the question, what's the worst thing that ever happened to you growing up? And then, who was with you in that? And the answer is nobody. You right. know something was wrong in your family. You know something was wrong. And if you can't give me, give me, a, give me a time when you felt the most connected to your mom and dad. If you're telling me everything was fine in your family, but you have no memory of the time you felt most connected, and all mm-hmm. you remember is a time where you were completely alone with something really bad happening to you, you're telling me that what you never had was connection in your family. Yeah, Think about that for a minute. And that's what really people have in our stories, Chris, of all the harm we experience, the greatest harm is being alone with the bad things that have happened to us. That's where the trauma occurs. Yes. And so, again, we seek to reverse that trauma with Mm -hmm. intense pleasure because Mm -hmm. it creates such intense emotional pain for us. And, And this is one of those ways you know, transsexual porn to me is a marker that I have a lot of pain, a lot of relational and emotional pain in my life around my relationship with my mother and or father and probably both.
1: Probably both. Yeah. And I would agree guys. Uh, you know, this, this illusion that you can have a perfect parents is a lie. Every parent hurts their child. Even the best parents hurt their child. I think going back to what you talked about, um, in our previous episode about attachment, it's, you know, we got to figure out how are we insecurely attached if we are and how can we begin to make repair? Because repair hasn't happened so far if you're struggling in these ways. So what we we want to invite you to do is to do exactly what Scott was just talking about. Get curious about those significant relationships. Get curious about your story. Where were the significant relationships um, blessings in your story growing up? Where are the significant harms in your story growing up? And share those with a group, and I mean a group of people who can hold them, who can love you, who can see you. Um, we're, we're all for good therapy. I think therapy can be very valuable, but what we're talking about is reconnecting those human dynamics, those embodied experiences that that you and I have just not had growing up, and we need to heal those. We need to see those repaired, um, starting now moving forward. So if you want to reach out to one of us and, and let us know how you're hurting, we want to walk with you and we want to help you begin to heal. And that's something that we do. You can check the show notes, uh, in the end credits to find, find out how you can connect with each of us. Uh, but we're going to be here, come back, um, on the next episode of We Got Balls, there will be more fascinating topics. And of course, a little taboo, a little danger. That's what we do. We keep it fresh. And scandalous on We Got Balls.
0: So, I was hoping you guys find more curiosity and kindness for your sexual story. Have a good day.
1: Thanks, guys. Take care.
0: Don't forget to subscribe for more episodes. You can connect with Chris at PornFreeMasculinity.com and with Scott at SuccessfulMen.com.